You are listening to the Independent News Hour, which runs from 5 to 6. Uh, I'm your host, uh, John Tarleton, editor of the Independent, also joined by the Indies Associate Editor, uh, Amba Gagarian. In our second uh, segment, we're going to uh, take a, a further look at the uh, uh, actor strike that's uh, been going on uh, for more than a month now. They're on the picket lines along with the uh, Writers uh, uh, Guild, which uh, went on strike in early May over three months ago. Um, uh, Amba, uh, you were, you visited a picket line earlier this morning, um, outside of, uh, uh, the Netflix uh, headquarters just north of uh, Union Square. There's, uh, picket lines that, uh, are held uh, Monday to Friday, uh, here in New York at four different venues outside of Netflix, HBO, uh, uh and, uh, Paramount and, uh, and, and uh, I believe the Disney headquarters as well up by Times Square. Uh, what was, what was your, uh, uh, take on, on, uh, on the picket line? And, and we're going to, I know we're going to hear from, uh, some of the people that were there. Right. We are. And, um, you know, it was my second time on the SAG picket line. The first being actually in LA at Disney, just, um, I don't know, a week and a half in. And I would say the energy was pretty matched, um, in both places with, uh, you know, a crowded picket, um, a strong resolve from actors. You could tell that they, uh, had been on the line, uh, you know, had experienced being on the line for a while, but, uh, that they were also strong in it. Um, they didn't seem maybe exasperated the way that you might feel on other pickets. And that's also what I heard echoed uh, from the speak- people that I spoke with. I think that there's this general sentiment that uh, negotiations might pick up in October. Some are hoping before then because of how much money executives are losing. Um, but uh, uh, that's, that's the, that's, that's the general sentiment. We're going to go now to, uh, Tessa, a comedian that I spoke with, and then two, um, people that I spoke with on the street that were clearly just sort of observing. One was, uh, taking his son to college and another older woman, um, was, uh, walking around and, and ran into it and, and we'll hear from her too. The energy feels like it hasn't dropped at all. It feels really great out here. It feels like we're all continuing on i mean i went before we went on strike i went with the wga too and i feel like the energy has just been consistent people are taking care of themselves they're showing up i feel like we're doing a really good job i feel like in new york we have different people showing up every day we're such a diverse group at sag it's like we're all here for such different reasons like for me i'm a stand-up comedian so it's hard for me to show up at 9 30 a.m you know what i mean like yeah. i'm still doing shows i'm still like working at night okay so i don't normally get to show up till like 10 30 yeah. But there's people that have been here those hours and then they're leaving around when I'm coming. You know what I mean? And do you know, are a lot of people working? Any, are they just picking up other jobs, hustling? How are people making bills? I know a lot of people going into teaching. I know a lot of people who are multi-hyphenates like me focusing more on performing because that's the only realm we have left to make money, which isn't a unionized field yeah. and is a field that has been attempted to be unionized multiple times yeah. with us stand-up comedians and also musicians. Okay. So it really sucks. Like, it's really... I'm having to find other types of work. I'm still trying to show up at Pickett's. I mean, I feel like this is one of the only places that we can show up. And honestly, it feels cathartic for me, not just as a SAG member, but just, like, as a working-class person in the, our world. Like, this Pickett happened 
happening right here is for more than just SAG and it's for more than just the WGA. It's for stopping AI in all of our industries. We're dropping off our son at Baruch College up the block uh, for orientation. We walked by and we saw and heard the protests and we thought we'd come by and see what was happening and support. It's amazing. I've seen it on television, but it's pretty amazing in person. It's that common. This is my first time to see it. Yeah. And I stood to see what was happening, and uh, I'm so happy they're doing it, and I hope they will listen to them. It's beautiful. It's really, I'm so um, excited to see people striking on the street against their company, Yeah. and nothing is happening. Nobody's bothering them. Right. So first we heard from a comedian, Stella, that is uh, with SAG AFTRA on strike now for over a month. And then we heard from two passersby who were happy to see the strike. And of course, there are others, you know, you talk to and they don't want to talk to radio. Um, for example, city workers, city workers, often that's the case. They seem to be strong supporters of what's going on uh, in the labor movement, but uh, often don't want to provide comments. Yeah, um, it was great to hear those supportive uh, comments uh, from yeah. the, the bystanders. And, and, yeah, truckers and the- going by honking. Typical. Yes. But uh, it's nice to see it for the actors in the middle of Manhattan. You know, usually you see that out at some warehouse in the outskirts of the city. You know, it's definitely a, a historic strike. And I think, um, yeah, people uh, uh, sense that they're they're standing up for something important. And and, and also, you know, what uh, 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 Tessa was saying there, the, the uh, comedian, uh, about how, you know, this feels like it's a part of, it's about more than just these particular unions, which really tracks with the the cover article that we have uh, in this month's uh, Independent that you wrote, Amba. That uh, I mean, it was a a lot of that article was about the the Teamsters and 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 all the organizing that went into their labor actions. But it also, uh, you know, it, uh, we talk about the the uh, the actors and the writers who are on strike. We all, we also you know in that cover article related. Uh, to other unions that are organizing or or uh, contemplating going on strike. I mean, there's the UAW might go on strike in September. Uh, I mean, there's pizza workers getting organized, Starbucks baristas. So once again, there was that sense, it seems like, on the picket line that um, uh, of uh, like a really strong motivation to act and a lot of support from the broader public. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think it's... Last thing I'll say is if there had been the UPS strike, right? Everybody knew 6% of the GDP, it was going to only last two, two weeks. But, uh, you know, you're going up to the CEO of Disney, Bob Iger, literally, you know, saying, why are they striking and others saying they're going to starve them out? So it's different when you're going into it, knowing that it's going to be a long strike. And the realities of that are pretty grim. You're not going to be making as much money. You're not going to be able to make the bills. People are selling their houses and yet they know that they they really don't have a ton to lose in in the near future. So I think a lot of people are are standing up. Even people who are kind of com- some some actors are somewhat comfortable, right? Not all of them, but right. Uh, but and our next guest uh, who's going to uh, tell us more about all this uh, is uh, uh, Peter Carlini. He's our uh, uh, indie film critic. He's also a member of uh, SAG AFTRA. Uh, before the, before the strike started, uh, he was, uh, uh, very anxious about what was to come. And, but, uh, once it got underway, he really, uh, threw himself into it. And he is, uh, now a union strike captain that helps lead, 
uh, chants and singing and other such things um, at the uh, HBO picket line uh, over on 33rd and uh, 9th Avenue, three mornings a week. Uh, uh, Peter, uh, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. Welcome to uh, Independent News Hour here on uh, WBAI, and congratulations on your uh, new starring role as Strike Captain. Uh, can you uh, tell us a little bit more about what that entails and what it's uh, uh, felt like? Thank you. Oh, it's felt great. It's been reinvigorating getting the strike captain because it takes a lot of the dread or anxiety I feel at the strike and it lets me channel it into rage and righteous anger. And in another sense, basically what we do is we keep the chance going on the lines. We keep spirits up. We keep morale up. We make sure everyone's safe. So we watch out for the picket line, make sure it's running smooth make sure essentially it's flowing until for three hours, make sure everyone's staying hydrated. No one's doing anything stupid, keeping us safe from hecklers. And how, how did you get trained on that? How does this sort of internal organizing within the union work? Obviously there's a good organizing going on because um, I've seen a lot of, um, like I said, sort of resolve and discipline on the line. So what's that like? How to do it? Well, I volunteered through a form. They asked a bunch of us if we wanted to be strike captains. And then I basically had a trial by fire because when I showed up, the strike captain I was supposed to be shadowing was not there. So they gave me the megaphone. They threw me right in. (laughs) And by the end of the day, it felt like I've been doing it for months. Of course. I think among actors, there are a lot of naturals. Yeah, true. My improv skills are better than I thought. Right. And also, I wanted to ask you, Peter, so and we'll get into some more details, but in your upcoming um, piece for the indie that you actually wrote about being a SAG after a strike captain, which soon will be on our website, you write in the in the the very opening. I remember falling asleep the night before the SAG strike was announced. It was akin to a thorny election eve or last sleep prior to a live performance in which my stomach turned and I dreaded what would come in the morning. I'd only been in the union for six and a half months. And now my health care eligibility my income was to be in jeopardy so uh you've gone from that to here so tell us a little bit about that um well essentially i mean i think at the end of the day yeah those worries are still there that dread is still there but on the other hand now i have something to direct it at I can shout all these thoughts up at those headquarters. And yeah, I do. We do want to go back to work. That's our main thing. But the important motivation I feel is that I'm not only helping myself direct all that anger, we're also feeling united. We're helping the other SAG members feel united. And it makes us feel as if we will win this fight. And what uh, what do you consider the most uh, important things to be at stake in this fight? Better pay, fair pay, and the complete lack of AI. We we need to get AI out of Hollywood, and we need to get fair pay, and we need absolutely to let streamers be more transparent because that lack of transparency that turn the venture capital has really destroyed a lot of residuals and better pay that we deserve that. You would have had 20 years ago, but not today. Right. Because 
uh, just uh, to follow up here, uh, the, the the streamers really don't divulge what the audience is, so it makes it no. uh, it's very such a hard good scam. for actors to collect much of uh, any income. Yeah, it's such a good scam. Right, and it seems like you had said it's it's not very transparent. The gist I've gotten is that it's it it, it really isn't. It's really unregulated, and um, yeah. that that that's kind of the case with a, a, a lot of labor in the U.S. Is like there's yes. these horrible conditions, horrible pay. Well, there could be regulations around those. So, what's the conversation among the union members about general sort of regulation or you know federal government? doing anything around that um, and also just their general opinion toward the government. And well, technically I can't answer that question. Fight. Yeah, technically I can't that answer that sense. question because I can't offer any views on the union. Oh, sure. Well, then only... let's stick with just you. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. What do I... yeah. Oh, I think governmentally wise, there needs to be some sort of intervention because this is not the only industry affected by that and you could see because it's summer of labor and additionally new york film industry brings in 500 million dollars yearly to the state and you have that at risk because you're going to screw over businesses you're going to screw over actors and there are 160,000 sag members in the country a lot of those are in new york and i think if the government doesn't step in or I, I, they have to know how much is at stake here. That's economies destroyed, economies that make their lives of film production, economies that rely on actors having good income. Right. And, and so in our final question here, Peter, you talked about how you, you found yourself sort of more invigorated by the whole strike process than you imagined. Um, how do you think this experience with experiencing really mass people power uh, will affect you now for the your other jobs or, or the rest of your life in whatever aspect? In a wonderful way. I don't think I'll ever settle. You know, last year, my other job that was in film, we tried to argue for higher pay. And we were met very vehemently by our employers. And yeah, we kind of got blacklisted after that. But at the same time, we fought. And I realized, especially in the workplace, the fight's the only thing you have. Because by default, you were usually not being taken care of. Right. Well, we work in a for-profit system. And and yeah. The equations that run that system only care about profit. But Peter Carolini, um, uh, SAG, SAG strike leader, strike captain and indie contributing film critic. Thank you so much for joining us thank on the you guys. hour. Uh, we will go back to you guys soon to check in. And also people can get the picket info by going to www.sag aftrastrike.org that's s-a-g-a-f-t-r-a-s-t-r-i-k-e.org thank you so much thank you we, so much solidarity forever absolutely solidarity forever and we're gonna go to a quick music break and we'll be back but thanks for your time then you can thank me for mine
forget it Don't be a name, there's no one to blame No reason why you should stay here and lie to me Don't say anymore, just walk out the door I'll get along fine, you'll see If there was a word with magic's absurd, I'd make one dream come true.